Hi, you're listening to the Food Adventures Podcast Season 4. Do you like conversations with people who are passionate about food? When you pick your vacations, do you base it on what you want to eat and then hit up every place Anthony Bourdain said to? Is food your love language? Well, if so, this podcast is for you. Join me here on Fridays, where we will laugh, possibly shed a tear, and always leave hungry for our next great bite of food. And if you're ready, your next food adventure starts right now. Hey everyone, you're listening to the Food Adventures Podcast. I'm your host, Beth Fuller, and this is season four. Woo-woo! If you're new to the podcast, thanks for being here. If you've been here for all other three seasons, oh my God, I love you. I can't believe we've made it this far. Well, I can, because we're rock stars. So here's the drill. If you don't know the drill, this is the drill. Go to my website for all of the show notes, elizabethrfuller.com. You don't have to take the notes. I've taken the notes. If you've got questions for the podcast, if you want to be on the podcast, send me an email, let's go on a food adventure, gmail.com. And of course, follow me on Instagram at let's go on a food adventure. Slide into the DMs with all of your questions. And please don't forget to like, rate, and share the podcast wherever you listen to it because that's the way we get heard. And who doesn't want to hear us? All right, let's get into the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode two. Here we are. Oh, it's January still. <laughs> I know this isn't a long month. Like, it's, it's as long as months go, you know, it's not. But I don't know. I'm so over this winter. On You know, on Facebook when it's like... um those stupid memory things that pop up that only you can see and then you can like repost them or whatever on mine this week there was a picture of me in an airport and it was like this day seven years ago and like I have uh, a pedicure I'm slightly tan from fucking probably self tanner and I'm definitely in flip-flops going somewhere warm (laughs) I was like what I would give right now to be on vacation somewhere warm with flip-flops and a goddamn pedicure oh oh a girl can dream Oliver's coming in right now too he wants to be somewhere warm too not really no he likes the snow but it's I'm so over it like the other day I ate some kind of crunchy salady vegetable thing and I was chewing it and I'm like I haven't of course he's itching his tags right now if you hear any jingling in the background it's Ollie I haven't crunched raw vegetables <laughs> it feels like it's so long <laughs> because I've been eating so much cooked stuff because it's fucking cold and it's winter and it's soup season and it's that's great and I enjoyed it you know I don't know through like December and now I'm so over it I'm so over it but the days are getting longer (laughs) the nights are getting shorter not really but slowly but surely um and you know with global warming that (laughs) 
hopefully the temperature is getting hotter too until it becomes too hot and then we all fry. I don't know. Anyway, I don't want to be a doomsdayer right now, but what I would give for some toes in the sand, someone bringing me a cold cocktail and I have a book and I'm tuning the world out and I'm just staring at the ocean. Like, oh, what I would give, but alas, I'm staring outside and it just snowed again. And now it's like slushy, crappy snow. And every time I walk outside, I feel like I'm taking my own life in my hands um, because of the ice. <laughs> you know, and I'm on an antidepressant, but still, maybe I need to kick it up a notch. Um, anyway, no, I'm kidding. So this week, this week I have a fun guest for you. This week... Let me, hold on. We got to get into it. Hold on. Let me get the music going. Okay. Okay. That's better. That's better. So this week, she's been on this podcast. She is a repeat offender. She's been on at least four times. She's one of my besties. Uh, She is the best, most amazing trainer I have ever worked with. And that could ever be. She is so fucking awesome. You love her. I love her. Please welcome Kristen Scontras from KFit in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And you need to train with her. Are you training with her? You, if you're not, fucking, you're missing out. Like, come, come train. And you can do it virtually, too. She's that fucking awesome. Okay. All right. Here. Let's get into it. All right. Let's record this shit. And it's just a combo. It's you and me, babe. It's me. Perfect. Okay. I love it. Um, Oh, so I'm trying to drink more. Speaking of health and wellness and little ASMR for our friends. Um, More, uh, I guess it would be, I don't know if it's considered a probiotic or prebiotic or kombucha. Oh, um, what is that considered? Prebiotic? I don't fucking know. But um, I when I went on like a fermented journey a few years ago and tried to eat more fermented food for like the gut health, right? Mm-hmm. And turns out I really don't like a lot of fermented food. It's just not. <laughs> it's not my thing. I mean, Fair some enough. things are okay, like, but I'm not somebody like. There's a time and a place for kimchi in my mind. It's not. Mm-hmm. I'll put it on a sandwich. I'll put it in a bowl. I don't necessarily want to eat it all the time. It's great. It's just not. So, and then like there's sauerkraut and other fermented things. Like the Bubby's pickles are like, they're more fermented than other pickles. But I was like kombucha, some of them. I'm okay. At least taste good. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's the, the, you know, the GTs, the one that's in like the glass jar that like, yeah, yeah. Probably the most popular. The mango one is so good. It's so good. It's just like drinking straight juice, but they're low sug, you know, and like mm-hmm. low calorie. But so that's what I'm I'm rocking right now. And I'm very into these glass <laughs> straws, but because I feel like they're so satisfying to um, drink out of. I don't know why. Probably because they're clear and you can like see and they're wide. Yeah. Out. So it's, it's very satisfying, but man oh man do they break and like they don't fit in the tops of my yeti so i still use a metal straw for that and like they only fit in the big glasses 
and they're fucking glass. So it's not like you can just like roll them around. Like they nope. need a special place in a special drawer. And I was like, <laughs> this was so stupid. Like I don't need another thing in my kitchen that needs like fucking handled with kit gloves. Like this is so, so stupid. So stupid. So well, now you know. Right now. I can't deal with those straws, either the metal or the glass. I just gave up on straws because I have a habit of chewing them. Oh, can't do that. Yeah. And uh, no. No, my little cousin, she came over one day and we were, I was like, oh, do you want a smoothie? Like she was stayed over or something. And she was like, sure. And I go, okay. So, And I put a straw in it. She's like, oh, no, no, I can't do, I can't do a straw like that. And I'm like, why? She's like, I had this really bad experience. No. My friend had this really bad experience where she took a sip out of a straw like that and there was like leftover old smoothie in it and like it just got stuck and it was so gross. I was like, okay, but is that I really do clean these? <laughs> like I clean them really well and I only drink water out of them. So um, you're safe. You're really safe, but I, you know, I, I respect, I respect, I respect. Oh, today we're talking about health and wellness and I'm so tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> Going we worked around out this morning together. That is true. So tired. Are you feeling any less tired? I feel a little better. I think I finished out my morning sessions. I came home and I had lunch. And I think lunch and a hot shower is a good reset. I love a hot shower. Yeah. So even if you're still tired, you feel a little better. A little. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I feel like I'm running on empty. After our workout this morning, I was like, fuck, I'm sore. Like these new workouts we're doing, and it's a good way we're gonna start. Um, are so satisfying and they I'm really not are. complaining. I really enjoy them, but some days I'm like, it's not like next day sore. It's like same day sore starting, which is I'm fine with. It means I'm doing something right. I assume. I mean, soreness is not necessarily an indicator. It just means that it's, it is progressing every week. So there's adaptation every week. And as long as you're not heinously sore, I'm fine with that yeah, no oh no no that was only the first time I ever worked out yeah me. nothing nothing will compare to that sort nothing it felt like I got trampled by a wild herd of elephants it was <laughs> the most pain I have felt in my life the first <laughs> is usually the worst and not even well that's with the online the online is tougher because I can't be like oh don't do so much or yeah. it's and it has that class dynamic where you feel like you need to keep up so Right. The first is generally the worst. I got to, I got to pot. I got to fucking mute myself when I'm drinking it out of that. So, um, I know when I wasn't even lifting heavy weights then it was just, I was so out of shape and I was lifting like fucking pull and spring water bottles because <laughs> it was, it was COVID times. It was 20. Yeah. It was all we had. Yeah. It's all we had. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's no, no, couldn't spare a square with a weight. So you're like, just someone a can of something i'm like okay my pull and spring bottles everyone made fun of me but you know now now i got i got a whole fucking plethora of weights i have a gym in my cozy room of weights mm -hmm. so do you feel like for 2024 cardio is out and mm -hmm. heavy lifting is in because that's all i'm seeing on tiktok like because okay 2023 it was all about i'm talking tiktok here like we're mm -hmm. talking like trends it was all about putting your treadmill on that like point or 3.0 setting on like a fucking level 12 hill. And what was it? You were, you like walked that hill. For, it was like three, it was like three, 12 
nine or it was something so, yeah I can't five remember. or something yeah yeah, yeah. and like you, yeah that was the trend in the workout world for what I view as 2023 maybe I'm wrong I don't no, know you're not wrong and I I think um I mean, I don't think cardio is ever really out. I don't think we need as much of it as everyone thinks. I don't think it's the pathway to the body they want. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do think, I mean, you know, I'm going to say, I think heavy lifting is in. I think it's always been in. I think it's going to be in forever and a day. I think everybody should be lifting heavy. And I mean, probably heavier than they already are. Um, But cardio has its place. It It absolutely has its place. It does. And I think... It's just, it's just like anything, like everybody wants there to be some really magic answer, this like really specific algorithm that they follow and presto, they have the body they want, whatever that looks like. And that's what that three, 10, 23, now, I don't know what it was, but it was like a 30 minute walk. And if it got more people walking, great. I'm all for that. If that's what they believe, cool. Yeah. I just feel like, I, I mean, I think heavy lifting for, uh, I don't want to say like a certain set of people that had their eyes on it it's been popular forever like since the 70s or -hmm. even like I don't know but I feel like convincing and I hate to say this women to lift heavy in a general population uh or people who present as as feminine or female Mm -hmm. they feel like and I could be wrong. I hate generalizing and stereotyping, but they feel like they don't want to get bulked up or bulky. And so they don't want to lift heavy weights and they want to stay petite. You know what I mean? And so, it, oh. it, but I feel like the trend now you're seeing these like women who traditionally might not have picked up kettlebells or heavier weights now picking those up and seeing so much more success with that than doing straight cardio or yoga or Pilates or whatever. Does that feel like it's kind of sort of accurate? I think in the last 10 years, I've seen this massive shift in women getting way more comfortable. So I have my studio, but I also still go to a a gym and I look around and there's so many women and there's so many young women in there. Like these kids, they know what they're doing too. It is really impressive. So I think gone are the days that women are are uncomfortable and don't want to lift heavy. I think they're just like fine walking into a gym and picking up a heavy kettlebell or heavy, heavy dumbbell, barbell, whatever, and getting right into it. They're really like, it's, I mean, it's amazing. I love watching it. Like they're comfortable, they're confident, they're doing a great form. Yeah. It's, oh, I, I think there has been a shift. Yeah. And because a massive I mean, shift. there was, it was intimidating to, it It still is kind of at times if I, like I lift at home with you, I don't think I'd feel comfortable going into a gym and lifting because I'm still slightly intimidated by like the gym bros and like, Oh, and though that's another group of people that I really like feel got a bad rap yeah. and maybe back in the day they were someone kind of other type of person, but you know, the gym bros are really sweet. Like they're generally really nice humans. And if you like spark up a conversation with them, they're more than happy to join in and shoot the shit with you. That's a whole other dynamic that shifted too. like, I feel like gyms have turned into a way more, um, inclusive yeah Yeah, absolutely like the gym I go to I look around and there's like you know there's like a 22 year old jack kid talking to you know a 70 year old man about like whatever who knows what pull-ups where they get their coffee um and it's it's really 
and maybe that's just, you know, this little gym that I'm going to, but like, it's, it's not like that. Like the, the attitude has shifted so much. And even like, there's a dude there, he's a competitive bodybuilder. He's, he looks, he looks mean. Like he, like you look at him and you're like, Oh, I don't want to talk to him, but he's super nice. He knows all the gossip, all of it. Like if you want a story, if you need to know about someone, like you go to him, but he looks like a bulldog. I love that. Well, that's good to see. Do you, is there any workouts stuff that you're hoping to see happen in 2024? Honestly, it's all going in that, that direction. Like people, first of all, this January, there was no like new year, new me attitude. There, there was a oh, lot good. of like, you're lucky I'm here attitude. Um, oh, good. So I don't know if that was a sign of just the way life is going lately, but that was pretty entertaining to see. Um, but I think it's all going in a really good direction. Like I don't, I think people, do I want everyone to be lifting heavy and like really prioritizing heavy weights over, you know, cardio and hit workouts? Yeah. But if that also is like, if you love hit workouts, then, and that's the workout you're going to do, then that's you're the willing workout to you're going do to it. do. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I really come down to like, it's really whatever workout anyone's going to do. And I've let go of my opinions on what everyone should be doing. Hmm. And because not everyone's goals are going to be the same. So I look around, and I just see a society that is moving more towards fitness and movement and taking care of themselves like the younger generations and maybe it's just the demographic i'm exposed to but they really seem aware like they seem like they're making way better choices than i made in my early 20s yeah yeah. and 30s no no doubt (laughs) i mean no doubt group some some decades yeah exactly yeah it's so true um no that's good to hear and like yeah you know i it seems like certain things and I could be wrong are going off to the wayside, like Peloton bikes. And I think they're probably still very popular for a certain amount of people, but not nearly as probably because of the pandemics, not as yeah. isolating anymore. Like, but it, yeah, I, on the TikTok, cause I'm a, now a TikTok expert. <laughs> like it just feels like, and it could be, you know, it's all curated for what you want to see. Um, but my TikTok feed is filled with strong women throwing some heavy weight around and it's very inspiring and like yeah it's great it is because muscle is what you want on your bod for the rest of your life full stop like end of story full stop because it is what is going to keep you mobile as you become decaying and decrepit in your later decades you want muscle and that's Mm -hmm. the first thing that goes and you want to try to hold on to it Cause that, that's, that's there. That, that is like, I am sticking to you. Muscle (laughs) dissolves, right? I'm not me. I'm not a doctor. No, you're not wrong. And I do think, I think now, well, maybe because now I'm in my forties, I see things a little differently. And I have, I think I have eight, maybe nine clients in their seventies. And I can say really beyond a shadow of a doubt, the ones who live their lives very active, who had very physical jobs, who walk, who prioritize movement and lifting, their 70s look vastly different than the small selection of people I've come across who maybe retired and then just started working out because they finally had the time. They're aging in way different arcs. Their lives look really dramatically different. And I do think like the life you live will really dictate. I mean, 
we can't rule out genetics and all the things that sure. I'm not talking about that, but the things you can control make a huge difference. And I, yeah, I, I'm just going to leave it at that. Like, yeah. Use your body as much as you can be as strong as you can, because getting old is not for the faint of heart. No, no, it's not. And you and I already have a plan. Thank God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank God. Um, Okay, now what about, because I see this on the TikTok, and I'm going to pronounce it wrong, somatic, somatic workouts? Do you, do you know what this uh, is? Like, um, so some, like the, like some, it's kind of based on the nervous system. Yes. Okay. So. Bullshit? I, is it bullshit or is it, is there some truth to it? That's a great question. <laughs> that's like a little out of scope for me. I'm sure that there's probably some truth to it. So um, do you know what the vagus nerve is? Vegas? I know what Vegas is. Oh, it's not Las Vegas, but the vagus nerve. There's <laughs> no. a, this nerve and it's sort of, um, it's a big giant nerve. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, and it is like really central to the nervous system. And you, like they, a lot of therapists use uh, vagal nerve type of therapy where if you're if you've had a lot of traumatic experiences in your life some vagus nerve stimulation can help you process that or if you have um you know issues with like disassociating uh, sure. like you stimulate the ner vagus nerve through movement movement's absolutely one of the ways that can stimulate it uh believe it or not like humming can mm -hmm. stimulate it like it's these it's something it's anything that sort of creates movement and vibration that will stimulate the vagus nerve and help you it's an emotional recovery. I don't know about the workouts. Like I have no idea, to be honest. Like I have a guess, but I'm not about to start winging it on a podcast. No, fair enough. I mean, again, I see this on the TikTok and I'm like, mm -hmm. there's so much, there's just so, this is the Here's thing I hope that goes away. There are so many people out there that pretend to be experts and mm -hmm. they sell themselves as experts and they are absolutely not. Like there's no... They are people like you and I who just have very strong opinions about shit and like, okay, more power to you, but please state up yeah. front. This is just my opinion. Like they state up front, like this is going to cure all your shit. And you're like, it's really not <laughs> like it's re I want to buy into that, I know. but it's really not. I think that when you see that, like anything to do with nutrition, fitness, uh, anything to do with your health. When I like, if I see it and I think I'm interested in whatever they're talking about, I'll go to their main page and I'll look at like, cause most, if you're really a dietitian, you're going to list it as a registered dietitian. If you're a doctor, you're going to list that. Yeah. If you are physical therapist, personal trainer, kinesiologist, any of the ones that have like the body mechanics, it's going to be in their bio. If it says, uh, oh, this is terrible. I feel bad saying this, but wellness I'm a little, coach. I can be, yeah, wellness coach, because that could be, I mean, and I'm not saying they're not educated. Who knows? They could be very educated, but it could be, could have been a day long certification. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, and that doesn't mean they don't know anything, but it, I don't think it gives them a blank check to go on the internet and tell, tell people to like, stop eating half the food they eat because it's toxic. That's a word I'd love to see go away. Yeah. Um, and then, so reference there where like, are they? are they legitimate? Are yeah. they actually professionals? You know, like, 
a, a registered dietitian and there's a couple that I follow and they're very candid and I really like what they have to say. And I think the problem is, is it comes back to everybody wants the, the one word magic answer. They Everyone do. wants it to be like seed oils is the problem or yeah. um, what's the other intermittent fasting will fix everything or, there's, you know, pick a thing, pick a thing that's been on trend, oh, keto, you name it. They want it to be the answer. And that's not to say like there are some cases for some of those types of eating or avoidance of certain foods, but not just, it's not the mass public. Like mm-hmm. it's select people, you know, there are use cases for some of those diets and some, some of the elimination, but it's not all of us. No. And it sometimes it's not even forever. That's the other no, thing. Like exactly. No one can. And again, this is my personal opinion. No one can survive on the keto diet for the rest of their lives. That it can't be good. It cannot be good for your heart. It can't be. And and it just isn't even feasible in a in a way that you live your life. Like you're telling me every time you have dinner with your family and your friends or the holidays that you're not like it just isn't something that you can yeah. maintain. It's impo- like it's not impossible. That would be the wrong word to use, but it's not the most possible. It's a very challenging because food is what we do with people. Yeah. Yeah. You, you need to eat to survive, but it's also very social, very convivial. And it's what we do with each other. Yeah. Well, and speaking of eating, I feel like the trend right now, I'm, I'm just on a roll with trends, is high protein, high fiber. Like it's yeah. everywhere. It's mm-hmm. absolutely everywhere. And I think it's part in in that and you know this is what my fucking endocrinology team has said to me this is what a lot of health professionals that i pay a lot of money to go see have said to me if you want to lose weight because we have a very obese society here in the states if you want to lose weight the best way to do it is high protein high fiber without question so i feel like which fine whatever i'm into it like i love i love protein Love fiber. They both keep you full longer. And you can explain why that works Go if you want to. Oh, it just takes longer for it to leave your digestive tract. Like it's, it's, it takes longer for the body to break it down. Also, you know, fiber, really good for digestion, really good for your like um, large intestine. And then protein is, you know, one of the most metabolically usable things that we eat. Like there's, there's not really like I know there's a lot of information out there and I'm, I'm absolutely one of them pushing it. Like I do want everyone eating yeah. like, you know, 30 grams of protein per meal. If you're trying to maintain or lose or even gain, there's your answer. Uh, yeah. It's just, it's, it's just the, it's like, it is one of the most metabolically useful things that we can consume. You know, the body can use almost all of it. And even if it's not going to building muscle per se, there's all kinds of other things that can be done with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you said it, my doctor has said it, my endocrinologist has said it you, and a dietitian that I saw has said it. You need to be eating at least, at least 120 to 150 grams of protein a day, at least. And then on top of that, I think she said something like the idea would be to shoot for 25 grams of fiber. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And so like you said, 30 grams per meal plus, uh, you know, Arrhenius snacks. With protein in it as well. Yeah. 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 Like for example, and I'd love for you to give some of your favorite examples, these Quest spicy protein chips, 
I happen to have a bag right next to me. So fucking good. The spicy ones. Other yeah. flavors, not so good. No, no tea, no shade to Quest. They are a huge protein company, but mm-hmm. the spicy ones are so good. So good. So good. The other thing I like, again, I like to keep snacks near me at all times. The <laughs> chocolate cookies from Metamucil, the fiber thins. Oh, so good. Like they have, I don't think it'll say it. Does it say it here? Hmm. I don't think it says it on the package how much fiber. Oh, five grams of fiber and 100 calories. That's not bad. No. And they're very chocolatey. Oh, that's good to know. Which is nice, which is really nice. Um, I feel like cottage cheese is having such a fucking moment right now. It is. It like, is. I, it's it, not something I live on, but it, it does really help fill a void if you're trying to um, get there. Like if yeah. you're short. I'm trying to think. Okay. Some of oh, the, she's going through, some so of people the, can't see yeah, what yeah. Kristen's doing right now. She's walking and going through her cabinets. And yeah, <laughs> some of these are just straight up snack foods and they have protein in them, but I wouldn't by any means like call them a house food bar per se, but there are a couple things that they do super like, and you know, they're not staples. They're not like the main bulk of my diet, but they are, I'm not going to lie. I do really like them. All right. So Kodiak protein pancake mix i mean you can just add protein to a regular pancake pancake mix but i do like the flavors of these and sometimes i'll make like loaves of bread out of it and have like protein snack Mm. protein pop tarts i'm obsessed with those do you put them in the microwave you know what i don't i like them cold oh so Uh, i've done i I just had one this afternoon that brown sugar one it's so good oh yeah that one's good my favorite right now is the birthday cake one and it's I mean, it looks like absolute trash. It's got like pink frosting and pink filling, but it's really good. It's so good. I love those. And 20 grams of freaking protein. Exactly. And they hold you over, you know, like I have it after a workout or, you know, in between breakfast and lunch. I'm not the kind of person that can make it from one meal to the next. I never have been. Um, And it works and it feels like a treat. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Hold on. Your earbuds are sounding a little garbly. Mm. So try it sounds like you're slightly underwater okay let me take them out yeah take them out and then talk to me let's hear you okay oh yeah that's better better okay oh listen to uh, listener listen to her voice now it's very asmr it's so good it's so good um love the legendary protein when i found those pop tarts i was like i i pray to the protein gods these don't taste chalky and shitty because if they do i will cry because i've tried you know what I'm also wicked sick of? This is just me fucking ranting, apparently. I am, I tried that premier po- protein drink. Do you know the one that's like... Oh, yeah. And like, you see these chicks on TikTok fucking pouring it in their coffee, and it's the most disgusting thing I've ever... I would never put it in my coffee, but like, I chugged one because I was like, low-cal, I'm hungry, like, whatever. Mid-morning snicky snack. It was... So gag worthy and just what felt like I was drinking pure stevia on top of like nasty chalky protein. Powder. I've seen them also like use it for milk in their cereal yeah. so they can have a bowl of cereal, get the protein in. And I just the idea of that alone, I could not, I couldn't do it. And I think I will say you do, or maybe I can't speak for everyone, but I have developed this bizarre like enjoyment of protein products. 
Yeah. Like so, I don't mind them. I'm used to the flavors of them. They never taste bad to me. Tell me like, oh God, this tastes like fake sugar. And I'm like, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think when it's used in the right amount, like because there's times where like you eat some of this shit and you're like, oh, oh yeah. Oh. And then there's other times where you eat it and you're like, okay, this isn't bad. Like, for example, the that one protein powder you turned me on to, I think it was vital protein. Mm-hmm. And it might have collagen in it too, but it's not, it's not the collagen one. It's like their, their protein powder and the vanilla flavor. And, um, they have a blend of stevia and monk fruit sugar in it, which makes it so much better than just straight up stevia because the, it's just too clawingly fake sweet. You know what I mean? I do. I don't, I don't love stevia in general. And that's a, that's a tough sell. I have a whole container of a protein powder that I hate because it's all stevia. <laughs> which one do you hate? Um, I'll show it to you. Yeah, show it to me, so everyone can avoid it. Oh, and can you turn your volume up? I don't. Mind? I feel like I can't hear you now. Yeah. No, you can. Do, you turn your volume up on your phone. Yeah, I did. Oh. I did. It's all the way up. Oh no, I'm talking very loudly. Oh, I don't know. I love um, you. this one, Proto Protozyme. Oh. Oh, and it's got a picture of cake on the front too. So I know. sad. Oh, that was yeah. so sad. Oh, it was depressing. So sad. Prodesign. Avoid. What, what, what protein powder do you love? Uh, I'm still on vital performance um, because I don't want lactose. So it has to be. Ah, that's right. Super low lactose. And I've tried like, literally every brand. I've tried Legion, which is like a really popular one. I mean, yeah. look at my, my cabinets are all like, looks like a Jim Bro's dream. You're such a Jim Bro. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, How do you. Okay. So back to cottage cheese. I know people like to scramble it up with eggs. It's not really my thing. Like people Either. are like, oh my God, it just like melts into the eggs. I don't think so. <laughs> I really don't think No, because so. I can see it. It hasn't melted into anything. <laughs> totally, totally. Um, how do you like to use it? You don't just eat it straight. Do you blend it? Um, so it's like ricotta cheese kind of texture? Uh, no, I put chili crunch on it or hot sauce and I scoop it up with like, like, ranch flavored rice crisps or something. Ooh. So you're savory. She's savory yeah. gal. Mm-hmm. Okay. I found one recipe. There's this chick um, that I follow and I have for many, many years, Carolyn Glenn, Caroline Glenn. She writes recipes for food 52 and a couple of other places. And she made this cottage cheese bread and it's not like a cloud bread where like it's the foamy egg oh, white. Oh yeah, it's the egg that. white powder. It's a straight up like cottage cheese. Like you blend it like ricotta cheese and then you mix it in. Like she uses it almost. Have you seen the protein breads where people are adding in Greek yogurt and making like the bagels and stuff like that? But this, oh, yeah, yep. this looks like, because you're adding yeast to it, a very fluffy, slicey sandwich bread, but Ooh. with tons of cottage cheese in it. So it's like nice and protein packed. I'm going to make it this weekend. I will report back, but it looks good. She looks good. She looks promising because I'm trying to use cottage cheese more. I don't know though. I think Greek yogurt has more protein than cottage cheese. I prefer Greek yogurt. I usually buy like plain Greek yogurt and then just like flavor it as I want. And I mean, it's super useful as a snack, obviously with fruit and whatever, however you sweeten it, but also to like, to make marinades yeah. Uh, you know, or for like, I use, I'll mix like spices in it and put it on, you know, like your burrito bowls or whatever. Yeah. Like it, it's such a multi-use source. Oh yeah. I mean, I, if you want to get dirty with it, I will buy the Hidden Valley Ranch fucking dried 
salad dressing mix. Fucking put that shit right in the Greek yogurt. Add a tiny bit of whatever kind of milk you like. And there you go. Ranch dressing and dipping carrot sticks. Anything else in that? Yeah. Perfect. Delish. Delicious. Um, any other like high protein things you're eating right now? Um, you know what I tried today for the first time and it wasn't because I was coming on the podcast. I just was sounded really good. Have you seen that viral egg feta tortilla chili crunch wrappy thing? Yes. I did it. It's delicious. Really? It's so good. I think I did it backwards, but it still turned out perfectly fine. Like you put the feta down, let it melt the eggs, the tortilla. And I use that Joseph's one. So it's like higher fiber, higher protein wrap. Um, and then, you know, your heavy dose of chili crunch. Oh. So very good. Okay. And very satisfying. Very sad. Like so, so good. I couldn't, and I was skeptical because I was like, Ugh, I don't know something. I have a weird relationship with eggs, uh, but it landed today. Okay. And, um, was that lunch? It was. Okay. And it kept you full. Mm-hmm. Well, I had um, also like some cucumbers and clementines with it too. Okay. You know, a full meal. Oh yeah. I'm always looking for things that keep people full because that's key. Like I'll eat a bowl. So I make sometimes high protein oatmeal in the morning and I'll take, I got the, I, and I think they just repackaged this, but Bob's Red Mill came out with their protein oats mm-hmm. and there's nothing in them. It's just fucking oats, but somehow they have nine grams of protein in it. So I think- Either they got a scientist in there that was like, yo, your oats actually have more protein in them. Like you guys fucked up on the packaging to begin with. So let's just rebrand this shit. Like that is hilarious. Like that's what in my heart of hearts, I will die on that hill. Like that's what I think happened. But um, they're also, here's the other weird thing. They are my go-to oats, like Bob's Red Mill fucking organic, like whatever normal oatmeal. They're usually a little fluffier. I make the same amount and it's more compact and dense. But anyway, it's the oatmeal. I use milk because that's got protein in it. And I like the taste better than water. Uh, pinch of salt. And then once it's all cooked down, I scoop of the protein powder. Mixy, mixy. Two tablespoons of chia seeds. Mixy, mixy. Then I put on top some warmed wild blueberries from the freezer. A little tiny, like less than a teaspoon of light brown sugar. And I make it so it gets, I do it when it's hot. So it's nice and caramelized on top and melts. It's like a creme brulee. Then um, some sliced almonds. And if I'm feeling very frisky, a teeny tiny drizzle of maple syrup, because why not? I'm I am fabulous. That damn thing will not keep me full longer than like two hours. I am famished afterwards and i don't know why there's tons of protein in that there's tons of fiber in that but your girl is like feels like i haven't eaten after and there's fat from the seeds and the almonds i know i know oh my god you want to know it's wicked funny what all of a sudden a thumbs up just came up literally out of your mouth in like three little bubbles it was like bloop 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 thumbs up (laughs) 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 <laughs> what witchcraft just happened on your phone that That's was weird. hysterical it was like literally like a thought bubble that came right up out of your mouth like <laughs> with a thumbs up as you're like you're like that had fat that had and it was like thumbs up that was so so funny um yeah I can't, I can't i can't so i'm always looking for things when people are like oh my god this was so good i'm like did it keep you full mm-hmm. granted our bodies are different but 
I really like things that keep me full because I hate when I eat and then I'm like starving a few hours later, which I know happens. Like mm-hmm. after we work out, I would say, so we work out Thursdays and Saturdays together by, we work out in the morning. So we finish around 10-ish, give or take. By like 10.45, I am so hangry like so well, what time do you eat breakfast next 37 yeah it's time to eat a snack okay so what here's a good question what pre-workout things would you recommend for people to do do or, or not before you work out and what post-workout things would you recommend people to do like drink eat whatever um well i mean it depends on how hard you're working out you know uh Let's say like we work out at nine or eight on Thursdays, nine on Saturdays. Um, you wake up at your normal time, have your normal breakfast. That should be enough to carry you through your workout because it's not an hour. You know, it's yeah. a little less than an hour. And then that brings you to being awake for roughly three, almost four hours. Yeah. It's time for a snack for sure. You know, like have a protein fiber or whatever kind of snack. Mm. And then, you know, shortly thereafter, an hour or whatever, have some lunch. So I think it depends, like, telling people what to eat before and after a workout really depends on when they're going to work out, how hard and long their workout's going to be, and, you know, what kind of workout. Like, if someone's going to run, say, like, I don't know, six miles in two Mm -hmm. hours, you want to have them to have, like, an easily digestible carb that's going to hold them over and break down into like the glucose, the sugar that they need to maintain the endurance, but not upset their stomach mm-hmm. with a lift, you know, like with what we're doing, you can get away with whatever you want for breakfast because you have a couple hours and it's not going to be heavy and still really yeah. sitting in your stomach. And then after, again, it depends on like what your schedule looks like, what your needs are, how intense the workout was, but post-workout, I would recommend, you know, like protein, protein shake, protein snack, or a meal with protein in it depending on where it sits in your day and obviously water everybody mm-hmm. drink water drink because all the I water know some gym bros and again i hate stereotyping here before they work out we'll try to consume a lot of caffeine or like a drink that a hydration drink that has caffeine yeah, in it yeah. or something to help i don't know do what well but. a lot of like the pre-workout which is like a caffeine um you know, a stimulant essentially. And you don't, you don't need that. Like you can have a cup of coffee in the morning and that'll be just fine. Lots of people love a pre-workout. I personally really have never used them. I don't really feel the need. I don't, it doesn't like, I don't know. I don't have any real rationale behind it. It's just never been my jam. Yeah. I know. And you're not a morning person either. So like, no, I know I'm miserable in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Like avoid Kristen at all. Let her come to you. That's the best advice I can. <laughs> like a cat. Like just, just let, <laughs> just let her let figure her it out. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you force the, the love on her in the morning, it's not gonna go well. Not. not. Just let her come to you. Um, okay, okay. What uh are you eating right now that you're like you're really into? Um like let's see. Wise. Yeah. Food wise. So Friday night. So you know how I had COVID over Christmas? Yeah. And I missed all the holiday food. So well, when I finally got better, I had this like intense three-day craving for figs and brie. Just, you know, because I wouldn't go, didn't go to any holiday parties and I didn't get the little jam and, the, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I want that. But I want it as a meal. Like I wanted something sustainable out of it. So I 
uh, this is like sublime. I had a flatbread and I took like, you know, a couple ounces of brie and I mushed it in. And then I layered down spicy salami and I chopped up figs and I layered that over it. And then I drizzled a little bit of honey and I baked it off. And while that was baking, I took arugula, lemon juice, olive oil, salt, pepper, and a big white balsamic vinegar, like a teeny tiny bit and rub that all into the arugula. And then when it came out of the oven, piled it on there and had like a fig brie arugula taco type thing. And I made it one time thinking, oh, I don't know. Tom might not like it. I made him like some pepperoni pizza too. And he ended up loving it and we both loved it. And then it's been going on for three weeks now, like every Friday. Yeah. Because I I was like, oh, we're going to get sick of it. We should probably take a week off. He's like, I don't know. It's been seven days since we've had it. Wow. It's really good. Wow, I kind of want that now. Like, like outrageously good. Oh, damn. Not a lot of protein though. No, but that's all right. You can have a meal here or there. I mean, there's more in it than you think. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. But it's, it's not, it's, you know, it's a Friday night. You want a little pizza. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the other point. Like we don't, we don't need to get so wrapped up in it that we forget to have a good time and enjoy some pizza every now and then. Oh, I will enjoy pizza. Like, so when I make pizza with Todd, I tell him because I'm into this and I've I've done it for years no cheese pizza it's just my thing like I love <laughs> sticky tacky tomato sauce on things I think it's like when it's like really cooked down and clingy on something like the edge of the pizza crust where it's like the cheese meets the sauce meets like the burnt part is like my perfect bite <clears throat> and so I make one that's like just straight up sauce, some sliced red onions, a teeny tiny bit of Pecorino Romano, crushed red pepper, and um, a little fresh oregano. And I bake that off and then it comes out and I, I eat that. But I make him a fucking cheese pizza on the side because that's not his jam. Anyway, I told I, the last like few months, I'm like, okay, the pizza is, think of it like the crouton. We're going to have a very big salad with chicken and other shit in it. That is like your side little bite is the pizza. Mm-hmm. The salad is the hero. The pizza is the side player. So like, don't get hung up on that. Like that's just, <laughs> that's the bite. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, and my salad, I've been doing this lately and I've been using it in other things. So, you know, when you make crispy chickpeas, mm-hmm. put them in the oven, roast them with some oil, whatever, pull them out nice and crispy, crunchy, delicious. I've been taking them and smushing them beforehand so they become little tiny chickpea pieces. Yeah. 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 I saw that on TikTok. I, I mean, where you learn everything. So did I. Yeah. So did I. And Justine Snacks or something. Her stuff is amazing. So tossed it with, um, I'm obsessed with the umami spice blend from Whole Foods. Obsessed. It doesn't, t- I don't know what it tastes like, but it's umami-y and she's delicious. And I'm, I'm here for it. I put it on everything. So- put all that in little oil bake it off it takes a while to get them really crunchy bits but then they're just like a crunchy it's a different feeling than eating a crispy chickpea and it's like mm-hmm. a crouton like a tiny little bread crumby crouton and you can sprinkle it on anything you could sprinkle it on fucking pasta on the salad on like anything you want to crunch and it's protein crunch it's so good. so good so good um the other thing I've been eating a ton of, and if you've got another one, throw it in there, is um, Cobb salads. I love a Cobb salad. There's so much protein in a Cobb salad. It is, I think, in terms of the salad, 
world, it's probably one of the highest protein salads because there's egg, grilled chicken, some blue cheese, really, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And the bacon, there's a little bacon Mm -hmm. in there. The New York Times Allison Roman one is so good. And it doesn't have a lot of seasonal produce in it. So like you don't feel you're not going to eat like a wicked shitty like caprese tomato. You know what I mean? Like it's she's good. She's good. I've been making that once a week. Well, not once a week, but it's it, once a month. It's in the one even in the wintertime. Because I miss I miss raw vegetables. I miss crunching on things. No. Right now everything's fucking cooked. Actually, well, hold on. I think I can help maybe with the crunch. So another thing that I've um you know, earlier I was talking about Greek yogurt and making it as a marinade. Yeah. I've been taking Greek yogurt and mixing harissa, cumin, mm. smoked paprika, salt, garlic powder in Greek yogurt, and then marinating chicken in it. So I cook that chicken off. And then um, over rice, I save some of that marinade too that hasn't touched the chicken, obviously. So that's on the side. And then I make like a little harissa honey vinaigrette, and that's on the side. And then I make rice, and I slice up like the seedless cucumbers I roast like roast roast Roman tomatoes until they're like cooked down uh-huh. um and kind I know jammy those, like, salt garlic whatever and then make like almost like a my version of a kava knockoff bowl but mm-hmm. with the cucumber and you can add like other crunchy vegetables and just sort of I'm I'm a big fan of anything in a bowl like some give me, me a bowl with a grain and a protein and veggies and I'm very happy yeah. so you pile that on the bowl a little bit of feta and then a drizzle of the vinaigrette a dollop of that Greek yogurt mixture so good I'm starving I should have had a snack <laughs> I know I'm gonna have a snack right when we get off I, know. I, I like have it per- like in the fridge ready oh what are you gonna eat Oh, just Greek yogurt with blueberries, frozen blueberries and maple syrup. Okay, great. Um, oh, that leads me to the, the twins documentary. Did you watch it? No, um, I haven't you watched I it. You kind of told me what I needed to know. Yeah. So do you, and I don't want to give any like big spoiler alerts in case people are actually going to watch it and haven't, but like one of the things that they touch on and granted, please, everyone keep in mind, this was sponsored by Beyond Meat. So it's really promoting veganism, which I have no problem with people eating vegetarian and vegan. We eat vegetarian and vegan a few times a week. Like, I think there's definitely a time and a place for it. Like by all means, eat less meat eat more high quality, like high, higher quality vegetables and grains and beans. Just know where, know where your food comes from. Just know where your food, all of it, like not just your eggs, not just your protein. Like you should also know where your beans are coming from and where other foods is coming from, because there's a lot of bullshit that's out there in the world. Right. So do you think, and this is just our opinions, it's just us talking that vegans and vegetarians can achieve high protein goals if that's what their goals are for eating i mean yeah they're gonna have to be really aware like you can do it there's tofu there's adamame there's tempeh there's i mean beans and legumes are kind of tough like they're not as high protein they're i really feel like they count more as a fiber source but that's just me being picky i also don't think that um peanut butter counts as a protein source that's fat that's fat um it is i mean it's lovely and we need it but it's not a protein source it can, it can bolster your bottom line, but it's you're, like the amount of protein you get from peanut butter is negligible compared to like many other sources. So there are absolutely ways that they can do it, but they just have to be really aware. 
that and you have to eat a lot. Like that's the the other thing I think that if you're vegan or vegetarian, the people might not realize is you have to eat a ton of it. Like you can't just eat a small bowl of something like I'm guessing. I'm and that not. also like, it really depends on the person, the goal, like what yeah. they're trying to do. You know, I guess I'm approaching it from, from the perspective who like lifts heavily and often and like what I need to have the energy to do it. And I've not tried to be, I mean, I have been vegan in the past, but it didn't last very long. I think it lasted like a semester. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, I just, an egg and cheese sandwich just broke me. I just needed it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, let's talk about self-care. Let's talk about self-care. You work out, I mean, it's your job. Like, let's be honest. Like, this is this is what you do all day long. I am sure though, that even though this is what you do for your livelihood and work and what your passion is, that you need to still motivate yourself to do this certain days, if not every day. Absolutely. What are some of the things you do to motivate yourself to get it up, to go work out? Um, well, I mean, there are a few things. One, it's just built into my structure. Like it's a part of my day and I don't feel right if I don't do it. So like, it's so habitual that I feel weird when I don't work out now and like on rest days, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do with myself? Um, but I also like, it's silly, but you know, like wear the clothes that you want to wear, like mm-hmm. put the outfit on that makes you motivated. Um, what are the other things? I also really try to view it as like the mental health boost that you can get from it. Like it really does sort of regulate my mood in a way that I can't really explain. Like, I just feel a lot better, even when I'm tired. And like this morning I was so tired and the motivation was very low, but we did it. And I felt a lot better. No. Yeah. I totally agree. A hundred percent agree with you without question. Yeah. Same and that's way. just generally the mantra. Like I'll feel better when it's over. Like, yeah. I think the two things that I have the hardest time motivating for is running. And I, on the mornings that I run, like on Fridays, I usually go for a run and I train all morning, like 7 a.m. to noon. And then I have a little break and every like 30 minutes of that morning, I'm like, you're going to run today and it's going to be fine. Like, it's just like a little drum in my brain. Like you're going to run today and it's going to be fine. It'll be over before you know it. And it is. And I feel better. It's going to be over. I'm going to write that down. It's going to be over before you know it (laughs) because it's so true. I know. And I tell myself when I don't want to work out, I'm like, you're the only one who's going to lose out on that experience. Exactly. That's it. No exactly. one else is depending on you to do this. No one else is asking you to do this. It's literally your choice. And if you don't want to do it, that's fine. But you're losing the benefits that you would have gained from doing that. So think about that. And I'm like, fuck. Okay, self. Thought about it. Still don't want to do it. You know, <laughs> like I thought about it. Okay, let's do this. But it's going to be, I mean, and maybe there's times where you don't like once in a great while, like there really is a solid reason to be like, maybe I'm just not working out today. And that's fine. Like not every day is going to be perfect. I saw a quote somewhere. I don't know who said it. I think it was this coach that I really like online. And, um, he's got a very blunt manner that I appreciate. And he's like, some tiny percent of your workouts are going to feel like you knocked it out of the park and you're a million bucks. And this is the best you've ever looked. Mm -hmm. Some tiny percent of your workouts are going to feel like absolute trash where weights that you normally lift feel like a million pounds more. And the rest is just showing up. Yeah. 100%. So like the bulk 
of our workouts are really just like just showing up and doing it and like working through it every week and trying to be consistent. And then, you know, like ride the high of the great ones. Sure. Enjoy them. I mean, who doesn't love that feeling when everything is just like magic and you can lift heavy for no reason, but they're so like, they're, they're pretty infrequent in comparison to like just the middle of lifting and and working out or whatever your workout is. Zumba. I don't know. Pick a thing. Zumba. Is it 19 fucking 99 again for some Zumba? You know, that still Make has a, a following. So I guess I, I loved it. it. Loved my gay best friend who did it with me, Francisco. And he would shake his hips and those women were flocking to him. He was the Zumba god. I loved him. Um, okay, speaking of workout clothes, where are some of your favorite places to buy workout clothes? Uh, for leggings right now, I really like able, I think it's a British company. I like the way they fit. I like the compression. Um, they're squat proof. They're like mostly sweat proof. Uh, I have a sweatshirt from them that I absolutely love. It's super comfortable. And I think I like, I looked out and hit some black Friday sales and got a, kind of a wardrobe overhaul for very cheap this year. Mm. Uh, the other leggings that I sometimes love and sometimes meh about the way they fit is Gymshark. And then I've, I mean, I have, I would say that if you're looking for like outdoor workout clothing, they're the winter line. Athleta has a winter line called like summit series or something maybe there's a mountain in the title and their their winter line is really good um yes maybe i don't know i'm sure that the website will be more self-explanatory than my horrible job of explaining what line it was i love it i love it what about i think those three are my go-to right now where do you get workout tops you've got great ones tops yeah um oh so Again, probably able is where yeah. I got uh, most of them. And then one day I just found some really basic ones at Marshall's, believe it or not, that I like the black and the little camo one, which yeah. I, those are like two of my favorites. Love I got those. those as like a two for one at Marshall's for like $16. Yeah. So sometimes you rummage in those weird places. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I'm not above rummaging on Amazon too and like reading reviews and because people they'll give you real reviews on there like they're serious they'll tell you like the workout they did and how it held up oh good i'll have to i'll have to do a little more deep i'm gonna go to the able site though because i need a couple of new things i've seen and i don't know if it's bullshit or not and it was from an ad somewhere i saw it and now everyone's gonna see it because i'm gonna say it um it's called the brand's called elastique have you seen these and it's workout wear that is so fucking bougie i mean like Guess how much the leggings are. Just take a wild guess. Oh my God. I mean, I'm going to guess that like, they're like 200 a pair. Yes, exactly. They're 200 a pair. And they're supposed to be massaging your lymphatic system with the compression and the way that they're made and they're non-toxic, blah, blah, blah. For $200. Do you know how bad I want to try on a pair? So bad. (laughs) Because it says it'll massage your your bottom your bottom while you're fucking working out. Like <laughs> massage these these ham hocks. Like let's yeah. go. Like for two hundred dollars, I feel like I could spend seventy five dollars on a pair of leggings and then go and get a massage for the the rest. Easily, of the yeah, yeah, easily. So I will report back on that. Um, next topic of conversation, and then we're gonna have to bail soon. 
because we both have things we need to do, even though I would stay here all day chatting with you. Books you're reading. I think you and I have very similar taste in books and we flip flop books all the time together. What are you currently reading right now? Or what would you write? Oh, she's the people. She's on the move again. Christian I know. I, I gotta have like, move. all right. Well, I mean, my to be read list is like so epic long. right now. I don't know how I got so out of hand, but one of the books I'm reading is that young adult series. My friend got it for me called um, Fourth Wing. Oh my God. Everyone loves that. Is it it's good? total escapism. Like it's total escapism. Um, the next book on my reading, and it's massive on my reading list is my stepmother wants me to read it. The Priory of the Orange Tree. Epic tome right here. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to save that for like March or something when, you know, it's miserable out. Yeah. And then, um, hold on. Where's the one that I finished before that? Uh, I don't know if I talked about this one yet. Yellow face. No. Okay, the title is heinous, but if you read it, you'll see why. Uh, oh my God, every character is deplorable. Holy hell, but it's really good. quick read, total page turner, and everyone's deplorable in it. Um, and then, hold on, there's like one more. I know there is. That I really thought was important. Okay, good. Oh, where is it? Oh, oh, I know where it is. I know where it is. Okay, so this one was so good that I bought it for my stepmother for Christmas, and I'm giving it to my friend just tomorrow night. It's a terrible title, but the book's great. Ink, Blood, Sister, Scribe. Oh, one you off. told me. I, it's on my yeah. list. Yeah. Totally entertaining one-off. A little bit like in the weird magical realm, but like, you know what? I'm not really reading to get smarter these days. I'm reading no. to escape reality. Yes million percent yeah i've got next up uh that is going to hit my libby app i think today or tomorrow the um invisible life of addy larue oh my god it's so good i know it's that's one of those so books good. if you if you could read any not any book but if you could read a book again for the first time i think that would be on your top five list of books yeah you'd like it's to read so again for the good first time. yeah yeah when so it ended it was one of those books that when it ended i was like oh it's going to be a minute before I start another one. Oh, I can't wait. Um, and then somebody told me to read Counterfeit by Kirsten Chen. It's supposed to be really, really, really good. Um, I don't know the full premise, but it involves a very small little Asian grandmother who uh, like solves crimes or something like she's supposed to be adorable. It's supposed to be a really good book. Yeah. So that's on my list. And then, uh, Another one I'm reading in this one I've mentioned before on the pod, but none of this is true by Lisa Jewell. I heard is fantastic, like really? fantastic. Yeah. Two people have recommended it to me. So I'm like, mm. and one of them, all he does all day long is read books. So I was like, okay, okay. I'm in. Yeah. And there are like those people that turner. their, their recommendations. I'm like, that gets weighted and pushed to the top. Like I know yeah. if I know the way they, yeah. Yeah. There's other things that people recommend that you're like, mm, I don't know about that. But and more because I don't trust your taste. But like, <laughs> there's certain people that I'm like, oh yeah. Like you, my friend Steve, who'll recommend books to me. My aunt, Darcy, she recommends books. And I'm like, oh, we, I know we like the same stuff. Like we, this has been proven over many, many, many years. Um, but then other people are like, oh my God, you should read this one. And I'm like, okay, never, never. Well, I will never read it um okay 
last but not least podcast we're listening to what are you listening to right now for podcasts um so two that i love like i'm always super excited when a new episode comes out um uh, old gods of appalachia it's a fiction podcast have i talked about this no oh okay so they call it they call it a horror anthology which i feel like is really kind of misleading it's a little more on the like mythology side it takes place in appalachia think 1800s it hops around in time uh it's very escapism it's very character driven like think like there's voices there's a storyline um it's great total total escapism like i've listened to there's four seasons now or they're on the fourth season i've re-listened to the first three each two times because the storylines are so big and you're it's not one of those things you're like oh i already heard this like it's just as good the second time Mm. the characters are great and then uh, actually two more malevolent which is another fiction one and it's about this one's really weird this one's going to be really hard to explain this man yeah he's a private detective or a private investigator and he somehow like gets entangled with a god a very bad god and then like somehow part of the god dies but the other part of him exists in his head but it takes mm. away his eyesight. So the God is now his eyesight. I, I don't know how to describe it. It's very long. There comes an episode comes out once a month. It's usually about an hour and it's a big story. And it's like very hard to explain and very weird. Like okay. that one's way to the left, but very engaging. Yeah, yeah. And then con law, which is not, it's about like, well, really it's about like the political landscape. Um, the, the host of 99% invisible and this law professor go over all the things that are happening in in politics and they give precedent or is it like constitutionally legal? And I found it to be very informative and helpful because Mm -hmm. there's a lot going on and, you know, I want to be, I'm trying to step back. I don't want to be too up to date anymore because mentally I cannot handle it. And I feel like I was turning into like a total doomsday prepper. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that keeps me in the loop, but more like on the bizarre detail end where like you, you just learn a lot and it's, it's engaging. Like they're engaging to listen to. Oh, I love that. Okay. Um, The only other one I would add to that is the new season of Dr. Death. If you're into, have you listened to any of the Dr. Deaths? I think I listened to the first season of it. Okay. They're all really good. They're in season four right now. And this one is about, and each season highlights a different, horrible person and so this one is this doctor who comes out of nowhere and claims he has cured hiv and cancer and some incredibly horrible things happen so um they just launched they're doing weekly episodes and it's a five episode series and this is i think the week of episode two so anyone can listen i mean they keep them on forever so it's um very doomsday, <laughs> very dark, but uh, good. And then obviously I like all the other ones, but um, just Jack and Will, if you're a Will and Grace fan, they're going, it's Jack McFarlane and Will Truman from, you know, the actors, Eric McCormick mm-hmm. and Sean Hayes. And they literally are going episode by episode and having people on and they review the episodes and talk about them and the behind the scenes. And they sometimes act out scenes together live on the episode. Oh, that's hilarious. And- it's really, really funny and really, really sweet. And that was one of my favorite shows. It still is ever. So it's like a very meaningful show. So it's nice to hear that. And they're only in season two right now. So 
there's plenty to listen to if you're into into that. Um, okay, so promote yourself. How can people find you? How can they get a hold of you? Oh, um, let's see. Well, I guess my website, KFIT, and then KFIT.com. KFIT.com. Yeah. KFIT.com. Uh-huh. And then Instagram. I'm pretty sure I have my, is KFIT Instagram too, right? Yes. Um, That one. That's what that's called. And then, you know, if you want to have a conversation of sorts, you can email me, uh, Kristen.scontras at Gmail. Yep. And um, if people want to join in on our virtual workouts, Thursdays and Saturdays, Kristen needs to talk to you about what we're doing to see if it aligns with your fitness goals and what you have at your home to see if this is something that aligns with you. But it is a very inclusive environment. We welcome everyone. We love everyone. So if this does align with your fitness goals and Kristen and the person who's contacting her feel like it's a good fit, you should come and try it out and work out with us virtually. It's a lot of fun. We've been doing it since sometime in early 2020 we started. I don't even remember when, if it was like April or May or June yeah. or something like that. Um. So yeah. Awesome. Okay. Last question. If you had all the money in the world, where are you going and what are you eating? And you've been on now for four seasons. So I don't know if it's changed. I don't know if you want to go and eat somewhere else. Like do tell. Oh, um, oh my God. Right now. Yeah. Right now I would go to like, I would go to Edinburgh. I know it's not even warm there, but I would go to Edinburgh. I just, I keep seeing it everywhere. Mm -hmm. And there are all these like like cobbled streets and little shops and it would be like a coffee shop with like a warm drink and a scone because god I love scones and yeah it would be just somewhere in the heart of Edinburgh right now yeah I think that's lovely and when you go you let me know and I'll tell you where to go um and I can totally see you in Edinburgh cozy Kristen wants cozy cozy absolutely awesome I love you. Thank I love you for you doing too. this. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Anytime, my love. All right. So I will uh I will see you on Saturday. You got it. Okay, love you. Oh my god, how much do we love Kristen? Like seriously. We love her. She's amazing. Girl, thank you so much for coming on the pod and chit-chatting. That was so much fun. So much fun. I'm linking all of Kristen's information in the show notes. You can find that at elizabethrfuller.com. If you've got questions for the podcast, shoot me an email. Let's go on a food adventure at gmail.com and tag me in your food adventures at let's go on a food adventure on Insta. Oh, this was so much fun. So much fun. Love talking to one of my besties. Um, I will be back in two weeks. So two Fridays from right now not next Friday, the Friday after. In the meantime, make some yummy food together this weekend. Lead with kindness. And I will see you very soon. Bye.